Welcome to Dark Mode, the podcast that brings you sage advice from two technology experts, and that's not just what we call ourselves. It's what our moms tell people when the headset is imminent. And and we're uh, they, they tell people to ask us what it is, because they don't know what it is, because, you know, they don't, they don't really... So then we explain what it is, and then the people, they still don't get it, though. I feel they're probably not going to get it. They're not going to get it. But I'm your host, Luke Miani. And I'm your host, Noah Rubin. On this show, we take questions from listeners, attempt to answer them to varying degrees of success, and maybe even have a laugh or two along the way. Uh-huh. And today, we are in person. In fact, if you're watching live, no, this is not a trick of the green screen. We are actually here. Look at that. It's not... Ow, bitch. Did that actually, see, like, that's, like, real. Yeah, normally, normally you do that, and I'm just like, ah, oh, ha, ha, you hit me, but I'm 3,000 miles away, but not today. Yeah, you actually felt that. I'm only, like, 3,000 millimeters away. Yeah. Or micrometers. What's smaller than a millimeter? I don't like that. I don't like that. (laughs) Okay, here's, we gotta, we gotta start this off. What were you, we were gonna start with something. What was it? Oh, we were gonna talk about the, the, uh, the WW Deceived. Right. Yes, we were going to talk about this phenomenon, and it happens every year. We've been doing this for, this will be our third WWDC as dark mode. We've done live streams even going back further. So, this is a trend that I notice with every single Apple event. And we, since January of 2021, when we started this podcast, we have done every single event. Mm -hmm. So, that was April 2020. WWDC 2021 or April 2021. Uh, then the iPhone event, and then wait, it was 20? No, 2020. We did it too. We streamed in 2020. Yeah. So that's three Apple events there. Yep. Then there's three in 2021. There was an there was an October one, and then there was an uh, March 2022. Uh, WWDC iPhone. Was there another? No, there was. We haven't had an event since. It's- September 2022. Yeah, we got those little like press releases and stuff, but not a proper count. event. Yeah, yeah, not a proper event. Wow. I didn't realize that the tech drought had been this bad. Apple hasn't said a dang word, well, apart from those press releases. Yeah, but you know what's about In... to pour? Oh, good one. That was one that was our first laugh along yeah, the way. There we go. That was really good. Thank you. I I got to say that is pretty crazy. This has been this is now our 11th Apple event at least, that we have streamed. Mm-hmm. And every single time, no matter what happens, we streamed when they announced Apple Silicon. Yep. And people were like, this sucks. This is lame. Call me when it gets interesting. What more do you want? They revolutionized the computer. And people are like, <sighs> boring. That sucks. I need the Apple car. Where's the Apple car, Noah? Yeah, yeah. Boring. That's always been a thing. During It, it happens during the event. People yep. are in the live chat, but especially at the end when we're yes. like doing our recap, we're doing our wrap-up, and everyone's in the chat, and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm like, yeah. oh, this is boring. Like, oh, who cares? This is a dumb event. I might even watch this. Like, come on. I'm people, like, people you watch, and also, we see the same names. Yeah. We're not dumb. We see, you know... Ev- Five events in a row you're watching and you're like, 
That sucked. Yeah. Everything they did was stupid. But I'm going to watch the next one. But I'm going to watch... I'm going to spend three hours on a live stream with yeah, these guys. Yeah. And I'm watching WWD... Like, if you're watching our show and WWDC, you're already admitting that you're into Apple so much that I don't believe you when you say, that was lame. I'm like, it's funny because I kind of feel like they, they're like trying to be cool, you know? Because it's not cool. To be like, oh, wow, that Apple product is so sick. People are yeah. like, oh, it's a fanboy to Apple sheep. It's cool to be like, pop your collar, you know. Oh, that's boring, man. I've seen that shit before a thousand times. Yeah, who cares? The Zune had that in 2004, <laughs> baby. Yeah. I don't care about this at all. At all. I just can't believe that they think I give a rat's ass. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming back at it with the, uh, with the. I think you should leave references. Oh my god, I'm I, I can't be stopped. Also, I want to take a quick moment here to acknowledge that I am wearing Paisley on Paisley, and that is a mistake. But we were tight for time, and I had no other options. So, welcome, welcome to my den of chaos. I mean, I'm wearing a T-shirt with writing on it under a yeah. Paisley jacket, so. They come to us for tech advice, not fashion advice. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's clear why. Yeah. Okay. We got to talk about the headset. And I promise I'm going to stop saying that after tomorrow. Except for probably not. No, what? No, we're going to... Okay, no, no, no. Okay. But then it's going to be more like reviewing the headset. Okay. Not theorizing about the headset. Okay? Because sure. th everyone is theorized about the headset. And there are so many people that are like... It's going to suck. It's stupid. It's dumb. That obviously remains to be seen. But I have a feeling. I have a feeling that this is going to be a really big moment. Unironically. And I'm not just saying that in the same way that it's like the iPhone 14 Pro. This is the one. Yeah. This changes everything. No, the iPhone doesn't do that anymore. This is the next iPhone. But not like the 15. Like yes, the, the next the yeah. next category. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, this is this is definitely going to be a big one and it's definitely going to be I think the people that say that they're like, "Oh, it's going to be bad or whatever whatever." You know, it's like the Apple Watch that we talked about. Yes, the first one was like not super right. great, but like it was still really cool to see them reveal like a whole new product, a whole new line with like these new features and you see existing features come to it in new ways and the way that it integrates with the ecosystem. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, the thing itself may not Marines can be seen. Maybe it'll be super amazing and blow us all away. Maybe it will just, you know, be a first, very clearly first gen product. Yeah. But regardless, the fact that they're announcing a headset, a whole new, uh, a whole new category, a whole new thing, like that's exciting at the very least. Yeah, I mean, I get that people might not care about the headset, but you, as as just like a new product category, it's been eight years. Yeah. Because I don't really count AirPods or like the, there's been accessory, you know, HomePod, AirPod, AirTag, all of those things have happened. Yeah. Those I wouldn't consider new product categories. They're great and I have all of them, but this is like a core product, right? You, you think about every WWDC for the past eight years, right? They go Mac OS, iOS, iPad OS, watch OS. We're adding a fifth to that. We're adding TV. Real <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, TVOS. I didn't even count that. I forgot about that. I think nobody they, like, gives a shit. I think they even skipped it. Like maybe it was last year or something. I think they, just they did. Straight up skipped. I think they like released an update, but they straight up skipped talking they didn't even, about it. Yeah, they didn't give it screen time. Yeah. And uh, and nowadays a lot of the features kind of like are are intertwined, and they'll talk about a feature, but it's it's not really for a specific product category it's right. just sort of across the board mm-hmm. which i would argue is a good thing but this is different because we are talking about an entirely new it's not even a new device it's just it's it's a completely different way of interacting with tech and like and, and a lot of people when they see this are I'm, I'm going to try to paint a picture for you here now. Okay. Yeah. So get ready. You guys are my canvas. I think the way that a lot of people are thinking about this is they're going, okay, we have VR headsets. This is going to be $3,000. That's double the price of the already expensive Oculus version that you could get. The MetaQuest, whatever it is. Pro. Yeah. Something. Yeah. And all of the existing developments in virtual reality up to this point are sort of the self-contained idea that people think about. So whenever people talk about a headset or VR or AR, we think of those. We think of those things that you put on and you play games or you go to the metaverse, but not really because the metaverse is a total failure. Yeah. And like that is the association that we have with VR. But the way that people are thinking about this is in that frame of view before we've seen Apple's interpretation of it. It's like if in the in 2000 you're going, "Oh, Apple's making a stupid little MP3 player that's like this they're just it's going to be like four times the price of them and I just have this like little thing with horrible buttons that holds barely any music." And Apple's just going to do that, but have it be more expensive and hold more songs? What's the point of that? That's dumb, right? You could have said that. 2007 comes around. You could have said, oh, we hear Apple's working on an iPhone, but what what is that going to have? It's going to be able to make calls and play your music, like the iTunes phone, but like with better build quality? What's the point of that? All of these things, what made it special was not the product category, but Apple's take on it because that's the thing that they have been able to do. Obviously this is a big test because they haven't done like a major, major thing in eight years. And that was the Apple watch. The Apple watch I would even argue is like a, a second tier. Sure. Like obviously massively successful, but when you compare it to iPod, iPhone, even iPad, I would say the Apple watch comes in below those in terms of significance. So if you if you consider the iPad the last major revolutionary thing, 13 years. If you consider it the iPhone, 16 years it's been. So the question is, do they still have that magic? Can they convince the skeptics out there who think of VR as a niche gaming tool that this is the way to do it? And also give me three grand. <laughs> that is a really good point. Like, you know, going back to the iPod, the iPhone, especially mm-hmm. the iPhone and like how in the 
the you know keynote they made the whole big deal about how like oh it's like the little chiclet keyboard that like takes up half the screen mm-hmm. like on the blackberry or like the slide out keyboard and people might maybe i mean i don't know what people thought back then but maybe people thought like oh it's you know a, a you know it'll be that but apple will make it it'll be more expensive maybe it'll integrate with itunes but like whatever right and you know what was it the thing that like steve balmer said like oh it's four hundred dollars and you can't even five hundred dollars with a two-year contract yeah and you, you can't, can't unlock it or something you can't like send a send a do like a send an email or he said like something 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 yeah some business some you can't do some business whatever i don't remember what the quote was i'm sure someone in the in the chat will remember but like you know it could it could very well be something like that right mm-hmm. where it's that's what people are kind of expecting it to be and you know it's it's we it's gonna be something different absolutely and I mean, I think that's, that is key for Apple with anything that they do. They don't do these like hyper niche products because yeah. VR headsets being marketed to gamers immediately, that's too small a market for Apple. So small, in fact, that I worry that they're going to lock it out of this headset, which I think would be a shame because based on the specs, which we'll get into in a bit that have been rumored, this would probably be the ultimate VR headset, if you were to use it as such. I'm really hoping, but it's a sliver, that they would keep that, like, basically allow you to plug into your PC. But I think if you're you're mentioning the keyboard, right? I think the modern equivalent of that are the handheld controllers that all of these headsets use. Like, almost all of them have... I mean, I don't know if it, they still have it anymore, but the Oculus used to have, like, the little... Spatial sensors mm-hmm. around your room. Yeah, the lighthouses. The lighthouses around your room. You're holding something. You've got wires tethering it to your computer. Like, those are the sliding phone, flip phone, BlackBerry keyboards of mixed reality. It's true. I think that's fairly analogous. Yeah, and I guess we saw rumors like, you know, some sort of like hand tracking or like. I think some of the modern ones, the modern uh, headsets have like all the cameras in the front or like the sensors on the front mm-hmm. and they can kind of, so they don't need the lighthouses anymore. So that's like a, a big step in the right direction. Right. I, I definitely, I can't imagine an Apple headset that's not like self-contained. Like right. I can't imagine an Apple headset where you have to like put, oh jeez. <laughs> An Apple headset where you have to, like, put the things in the corners of your room. No way. And, like, walk around your room with your thing and, like, go boop, boop, boop. Here's the corners, whatever. No No way. way. Jinx. (laughs) There's just no way they would do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I mean, okay, the rumor is a dozen cameras. A dozen cameras. And, like, we, you have to think about it in this frame of reference. Let me see if I can find the article. Um... There was a recent, like, or it's like like a meta quest with color cameras. Yes, here we go. There was a rumor six days ago. Meta's Quest 3 headset could feature color cameras. Like, this, this to me is, is looking at, like, the Motorola Razr or a T-Mobile Sidekick when the iPhone is about to come out. That's the way that I see this. Like, oh my goodness, lifelike pass-through video with color cameras. And Apple is going to have a dozen, a dozen color cameras. 
Like, dude, this is the, this is like, this is what Apple does. They just are not playing the same game as everyone else. And that's what sets them apart. That's a fair point. And like, they're not playing the same game in a lot of different ways. Like, you know, like you already said, the target audience, right? Gaming and metaverse, I guess, versus like Apple going for a more general audience, whatever that's going to look like. Mm -hmm. But then also in terms of like the price, like obviously, you know, when it's $3,000, you can afford to have multiple color cameras on it. But again, it's like a different thing. It's a different audience and it's a, it's a different goal. Mm. Like the, the, the end goal of like what you're going to do with this thing. You know, you could even argue that perhaps what holds back other companies is that they are not able or willing to hit those those high prices. Like, I, I don't think Apple is necessarily creating new technology out of nowhere, right? That's not really how they, they operate. E even if you go back to, even if you go all the way back to like the iPod, the iPhone days, right? The There's nothing in them that's like, completely brand new never before seen like multi-touch for the iphone uh the the click wheel for the later ipods multi-touch eventually going to the macbook a backlit keyboard those were really big on macbooks um tablets as a idea wearable smartwatches none of those were like this has never existed before it was just that apple wasn't afraid to just pack it in and, and charge an extremely high price because they know that they can do it right and that people will buy it. They know that they can come in here, find, you know, go, they go on Amazon, they sort VR headset price high to low, they find the highest one, they say, all right, now double that. Yeah. And they'll still sell units. Oh, yeah. That's how confident Apple is. And I mean, I'm not saying that to like blame other companies because literally other companies would not be able to get away with that. Apple just has the reach and the cachet and the, I guess, brand loyalty and recognition to be able to be like, this is what the future is. We're not suggesting it. We're not saying like, hey guys, we made this really cool product and it does like a ton of stuff and we think it'd be great if you bought it. Apple's like, no, no, this is it. Go buy it. Three grand, bada bing, bada boom, pay up. That's what they did with the iPhone. They literally just mic dropped the iPhone and they were like, this is what smartphones are. Everyone else is wrong. Buy this. And everyone was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, we'll do it. And even the Android people, I know they're out there. We, we all know that they all copied the iPhone. The format, the style. That's what yes. they do. And there's been copying back and forth over the oh, years. Yeah. But, but, but definitely um, in the early days, the iPhone did something very different. And, uh, and, and others came out uh, and copied that. But I think, I was going to say, uh, you had an interesting point. Oh, my brain is so frazzled. But yeah, me too. Just before, just before that. Oh, right. So the whole thing about how Apple... Uh, you know, they come out, they're like, this is the new thing. And it's really expensive to begin with, you know, that's how it is. And it's, and it's done. And, and, and I agree, it doesn't always, you know, in the very beginning, they don't always get it right. Right. Yeah. Like the first Apple watch, that's the example we go back to 
all of that, iPhone honestly, didn't even have an first, app store. The first iPhone, the first iPad, a little, yeah. a little bit underpowered. Well, a little underpowered, no little, cameras. Yeah, no cameras. It's, it's a little iffy. Not a, good, not a lot of app support. My dad got it, day one adopter. Mm-hmm. Barely any apps. It was Everything was, you know, you hit the 2X button and you got these chunky, blurry, non-retina display, by the way. Yep, yep. You know, th- lots of limitations at first. So, to be clear, like, when this headset comes out, I am fully expecting that the people watching are not going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Like, fully, obviously, I'm going to get it because it's my job. Are you getting one? I think I have to. Uh, you do. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. You'll be fine. It'll be fine. We'll FaceTime each other. We should, like, we'll stream from it or something if that's possible. Yeah. You know, we're going we're gonna to do it because we're early adopters and, you know, this is kind of what we do. Yeah. But most people probably aren't going to. Like, think about the iPhone, for example. When you go through popular culture... And you look at movies and TV shows. You can go. You can go through. You can watch an episode of whatever reality TV or sitcom or whatever it was in 2007, in 2008 even. Everyone's you know candy bar, flip phone, Blackberries. You get to 2009. I think really once you get to the iPhone 3G, 3GS, and the 4 especially. It explodes in popular culture. That the, the four really is what made the iPhone, I would argue. Like before that, it was obviously a success in gaining popularity, but the iPhone 4 was ubiquitous. That was a huge upgrade from everything but like oh, yeah. the industrial design, the mm-hmm. look of the thing, the was the retina display. The retina like, display. Huge. iOS huge. four yeah. was massive. I mean that was the first you have to remember that the I the iPhone four was the first time that you could have a a wallpaper background on your home screen. And it had a retina display. And it was this glass and steel design. The iPhone three GS was plastic. Mm-hmm. And it looked the same, basically, as the even the mm-hmm. 2. Also, the iPhone 4 was the first to have a front-facing camera. Yeah, because the 3GS was the first to have a rear-facing camera. No, they oh, always the first had video. Video, Sorry, yeah. Video. Video. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. So, like, it'll ramp up quickly. And, you know, obviously, when you go back to the iPhone days, it's a little bit more quaint, more simple, you know? Yeah. They're like, oh, they made it have video. Oh, they made the screen not look like crap. Oh, it's not made out of plastic anymore. Like, obviously, the bar is a lot higher now, and everything has to be so much more complex. But if there is a company that I trust to take VR from the niche to the mainstream, or AR, Apple would be the company. I think 100%. so. 100%. And I think, you know what's funny? Because we were talking about there's the iPhone 2G, 3G, 3GS, and then the 4 was the big one. Yeah. Same thing with the Apple Watch. One, oh, two, right. three, and the series, series four, four really blew up. That was a huge. That was when they got the you know the rounded edges with the mm-hmm. screen that stretched out more, and it was like the, the 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 modern one. I think they like bumped up the storage size, which like the other ones were like having problems yeah. with that. Whatever, it was a huge upgrade, and that was like the first like not that the other ones weren't good, but again, it's the same thing. That was the first one that was like really like the big, the big one. Also affordability, because. Yeah. When, when you're in these early days, everything is the newest and the most expensive. There wasn't really a used option, but the Series 4 really propelled the Apple Watch. But the Series 3, for years, they kept selling that thing. And yeah. they sold a ton of them because they got so cheap 
like a hundred bucks, you could get a brand new series three, 130 bucks on Amazon. Like every other day they had those sales. And so obviously like with the headset, it's going to be a little different. I personally though, I'm not ruling out. We've had so much CCRP on this $3,000 price tag. Yeah. Right. Everyone has been reporting on $3,000, $3,000. The bill of materials is $1,500 alone. It's got to be $3,000. Like, boom, boom, boom. But I I know Sam mentioned this earlier today. Mm -hmm. And I've been thinking the same thing. Okay. I would not be surprised if this is sort of like an intentional thing. Okay. Apple's been known to sort of plant some seeds before. Sure. Some stuff is going to get out. But perhaps, perhaps we're, we, we lead with a $3,000 flagship that has everything. But perhaps in the same chassis, there's a more cut down version for 2000 or 1500 I don't see that being impossible. You think both would be announced or talked about tomorrow? I, okay, I don't think that, I, I don't have any evidence. The CCRP for that is zero. Sure. But speculation. But speculatively, I think it would be a pretty bold move by Apple now that everyone is expecting this high-end thing. Like maybe all the attention has been on their flagship one, Reality Pro. What about regular reality? That's Why boring. are we ruling that's it out? That's this. That's, I mean, that's where we are and it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Reality <laughs> Pro Max. Now that. That's the, that's oh, the big one. Oh, yeah. See, like, I don't know. I just feel, I mean, this is, this is like a legitimate one more thing type of situation that we're going into. So I, I wouldn't rule out a curveball. I really wouldn't. You know, that's fair. Personally, if we're being 100% speculative here... I have a feeling that it's just going to be the one. I think we could see... Maybe another one later. I think, I'm not saying necessarily sure, now. Sure, sure. And, and I don't know. I, I, personally, I think it would be further down the line. Just given the way that Apple works, it seems like they usually start... They usually start with, like, the one core version before they branch out into the other ones, right? Like, the iPad... There was the iPad alone... Uh, for what, at least a couple years before there was like the iPad Air and the iPad Mini and the iPad Pro, whatever. Like those came later. The Apple Watch, yeah, there was like the Apple Watch mm -hmm. Edition initially, but it was still the same like thing. Like as far as like the Apple Watch SE and the Apple yeah. Watch Ultra, like that was a later thing. So I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me too much. And same with That's the iPhones, true. right? It took a while for there to be multiple 5C. iPhones. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And are you know arguably like six six plus like that also around there is when you know that that also yeah it, dude and it's kind of crazy how much things have gone off the rails like it used yeah. to be there's the iPhone four and here's the iPhone five and then they were like here's the five S and the five C mm -hmm. and we were like oh my goodness yeah. and then here's the iPhone six and the six plus and we were like oh, great heavens and then the six S and the six S plus mm -hmm. ooh curveball iPhone SE whoa what's going on iPhone 7 and 7 Plus. All right, back to normal. That's fine. iPhone 8, 8 Plus and 10. Whoa, hello. What's going on? Yeah. And then the 10R came out alongside the 10S and the 10S Max. Mm -hmm. Was there? No, that wasn't the second. Then the 11. Then then we got 11, 11 Pro, 11 Pro Max. Right. 12 Mini. Right. 12 
pro pro max right like they just ne- next thing you know there's gonna be well no now we have the iphone ultra yeah that's the rumor yeah right? the rumor is next year we get iphone 16 16 plus 16 pro 16 pro max and 16 ultra <sighs> that's too much like is that gonna happen with the headset you're gonna have all this like menu of things to choose from in 16 years maybe i mean yeah that's like you said a while down the road but Definitely. Yeah. I don't know. I could, I, I personally think with this, with this, you know, VR or, or mixed reality XR, whatever you want to call it, it seems like Apple might stick to the mm. higher level for a while, just because when they like, you know, to, to get the best, like the more tech you have in the thing, the better experience you can provide. And I feel like if Apple really wants to nail it, they yeah. want to put all the best tech in there, but over the years, absolutely, like they'll like as things improve, maybe the software can pick up a little bit more. If there's a little bit less hardware, the hardware gets cheaper and whatever. Yeah. When you have a last gen chip that you can put into a product, like there's no there's no there's no chips at all, right? Well, this is gonna have a custom chip in it. So the rumor is M2 chips, just straight possibly up M2. dual, possibly two of them. Because I heard maybe it would be like a like an X chip. I heard that too. People like an X1 chip. I don't see why you would need that. Like the whole point of Apple's current strategy is simplify and unify, right? The I you can you can take an M2 iPad, open it up, desolder that M2 chip and put it in a Mac logic board and it'll work. They are the same chip. Yeah. Like I I don't imagine Apple make like also what what would that chip do that the M2 chip can't do? Like, what special sauce? I've heard rumors. Okay, maybe I figured it out. They could put more neural engine cores or more media cores so, or whatever. I don't know. I have an idea. Okay. I have an idea, Noah. I think I cracked it. Okay. I don't think... I think it's going to... Do you remember the M8 motion coprocessor? Yes. I think if there is an additional chip... It would be an M2 chip with a sub-processor for specializing it. Okay. I don't think you would make an entire new chip for it. But we've heard rumors, like, I've heard about the X1 chip. And I've heard about M2 chips. Okay. So, I think if you were to combine both of those, and you get an M2 chip that's running most of it, but some of the, like, you know, you got 12 cameras. Maybe you need more image signal processors. You You've got a lot of like motion that you're tracking occlusion i could definitely see like boosting it right with that x1 chip so i want to go through the the typical mac rumors like rumor roundup because i swear i have seen let me see if they recap all of the specs because oh my goodness yeah there's a lot to go into here Let's let's start from the top here. Materials, aluminum, glass, and carbon fiber. That's crazy. Yeah. Hopefully this won't be an AirPods Max situation where it's way too heavy. I hope not. I really hope. So they have a sleek front visor held on with an Apple Watch-like band. Makes sense. And a mesh that sits against the face. Makes sense. Hopefully they'll offer that in black because if it's in white or gray, it'll get so gross that no one will ever want to see it. And it'll probably be like a magnetic thing that pops off like AirPods Max. Of course. Internal. Two 4K micro OLED displays, which is insane. That alone 
is crazy. That's like 5,000 nits brightness for HDR, 4,000 pixels per inch. That is mind-boggling. Isn't that like, I mean, I guess your eyes are really, really close to it, but that seems like too much. I don't know. Maybe well, it's not. Well, I think it's it's relative based on like how close your eyes are to it. Sure. And given that you're looking through like all VR headsets, you're not just like looking directly at the screen because there's lenses. Yeah. So I think, I think that would, I think that sounds about right. Okay. If you're trying to make actual reality, you want it to be retina quality. And that is like pretty much right on your retinas. Yeah, that's true. So then we have, oh, more than a dozen cameras for hand movements, leg movements, facial gestures. Not sure how that would even work. Like, how would it even see facial gestures? Iris scanning. So it's going to have, like, face ID. Internal. I-I-I-D. Oh. Oh, that's bad. What if they called it I-D? E-Y-E-D. That's just I'd. Yeah. Hmm. But they can't call it face ID because no. it's different. No, you're right. It's not face. I don't know what they would call it. Iris ID? No, it's... Uh, mm. Okay, here's... I, I do... I want to take a pause here from this to, to talk about something that I bet you they will do. Okay. So here's the problem with VR. Okay. It's so hard to... Cap- visualize it, capture, capture it, it, demo it, and show what it looks like. And feels like. And feels like. I would bet that you'll be able to like screen record this because because it's not like a transparent display and it's actually recording the world and then piping it back into your face. That leads me to believe that it would have room for it to be recorded. And that would actually be really cool because then hopefully we can actually make videos on this dang thing. It's so hard to make videos on AR and VR stuff. Yeah, I mean, definitely, like, definitely Apple will have that ability. Hopefully, it's open to... Yeah, exactly. To Like, you know, like, you can plug your, like, phone into your laptop and open QuickTime and do, like, mm-hmm. use your, like, record your phone screen. Something like that for the for the VR headset would be... Or the headset would be awesome. <laughs> Can't say VR. Yeah. No, and I mean, and look at... So, some of the things that they have here are using this is starting to get into some of the software which is very cool so a lot of crazy okay air so they're using the cameras to track hand and eye gestures for control purposes so you can look at something to select it that's crazy that is not a thing that anyone else does like that's pointing sure but looking with your eyes and then it's like oh there you go that's what you want if they do it right We've talked about this, how they like to meddle. Yeah. But if they do it right, that could be amazing. Maybe you can like blink to click. I was thinking about that. I was like, yeah, what if you like do the wrong, like you got to like, like wink and then you got to do like a one, two. Yeah. A little, little, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Maybe like left, left eye to click, right eye to right click. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like that. And then you close your eyes to like hold to rearrange the apps. Yeah. You, yeah. You hold down and then you move. Yeah. That's oh, great. Yeah. That's I like you, that. That's how you arrange the apps. So then they also talk about an air typing feature for text input. That I'm very skeptical about. But that's what they said about on-screen keyboards, bro. They said 
oh, no one is going to be able to use it if it's not a physical keyboard. Who knows, man? Maybe I'll just be banging my table and I'll be like, this is the best typing experience I've ever had. Maybe. It can't... Oh, but you're so right, because I'm like, oh, like, 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 you don't get the tactile feel of the buttons. That's, that's what the they said screen. in 2007. I know, and then, but then it's like, you don't get, like, the feet, like, even, yes. like, the little haptic. Dude, what if there's, like, haptic somehow? Like, like, what if you type and it, like, vibrates your face? That's weird. I don't like that. No, but it, maybe it's not weird. Maybe it's maybe. actually good. Oh, See, you're doing the thing. You're doing the, dude, the you're being a skeptic. Okay. This is unironically, like... This is 2007. Yeah. We have time traveled. And this this is like, this is crazy. Because like, I literally just caught myself doing a Steve Ballmer. I was like, you, no one's going to want to type out in the air. That's what they said about typing on a screen. But you know what Apple did to make the screen typing usable? Yeah, the autocorrect and the... No, no, no. Well, the the hitboxes. Yeah, yeah. They made it so that... And, and that's, like, this is way before AI, right? So that was all, like, hard programmed into the phone. Yeah. But it was effectively, like, predictive typing in the sense that if you type the letter B, there's a decent chance A-E-I-O-U are going to be your next sure. letters. So the hitboxes for those get bigger mm -hmm. and therefore easier to hit. And when... And, and it's subtle, right? Like, most people don't actually know that that has been going on literally since iOS 1.0, which was extremely limited. You couldn't do anything on there. You couldn't even rearrange the 16 apps that you got. And that was it, right? But even back then, they knew that that was the feature that would make it usable. You have to imagine that they've got the same thing cooking now. Yeah, there's some some way that they're going to overlay the keyboard on your vision, and maybe it's, like, air typing, or there's... I don't even know. I can't even, like... I can't even imagine. Like, I don't know. Back in 2007, I guess maybe you could think, like, well, if they get rid of the keyboard and make the screen bigger, maybe the keyboard... Maybe you could think about that. I don't know if people really thought about it or if they were just like, oh, yeah, the iPhone's going to have, like, a like a, like a a physical keyboard. Of course it is. I don't mm -hmm. know what people thought. But, like, what are they going to do for this one? I wonder... Dude, I always try to find this, but I never can. I want to find iPhone rumors from 2006. Like, yeah. Okay, here's what we got. We're going to have to get it. We're going to have to get into this, like... Okay, we're going to look up iPod phone and we're going to have to we're going to have to filter this. Uh, I think there's a where is the tools. is it in tools? All right, we're going to have to do a custom range. We're going to have to go all the way back to like January 1st 2005 all the way through December 31st 2006. All right. Oh, okay. We're getting stuff about the iTunes phone. Let me let me let me share this screen here because I think this is really interesting. I I want to go back and take a take a moment to go to go back in time and see what people were talking about. Maybe I should maybe I should uh, refine this a little bit because I'm getting a lot of a lot of like iTunes phone stuff. Oh, interesting. Okay. 
the iPod phone myth. This is an interesting one. First of all, I'm in love with the like concepts that they've got here. Oh yeah. So good. What do we have here? I mean, one of them is a rotary dial. That by the way is real. What the rotary dial? There was phone? a prototype with an iPod that had a rotary dial on it. I believe and a it. phone function. I believe it. And I made a video with like one of the early iPhone prototypes and it ran iPod software like that. Cause it's so obvious now, right? iOS, obviously that's what you would do, but it wasn't obvious then the iPod was the only mobile anything that we had to go on. And look at this, look at this concept here. It's an iPod nano that, that slides open like a candy bar phone and there's a keypad. This is exactly, look, there's a flip phone. Look at, like, this is the frame of reference that people had then, and that's what we have now. All of these are, like, sliding. Look, here's one where it's, like, an iPod mini with a thing that plugs in the bottom. Here's one that looks like a sliding, like, candy bar phones. There's an Apple Watch, actually. Yeah. That I just noticed. That's a good one. Running Mac OS ten. Of course, yeah, because that makes sense. Like, this is what people thought that phones from Apple were going to be. That that was a very good link to find. I'm trying to find yeah. if there's... Okay, Apple's phone revealed from Mac Rumors. Look at that. We're going back. Same exact thing, September 2006. Rumors of an Apple phone have been going on for years with Apple laying claim to, of the domain iPhone.org since 1999, bro, and the trademark for iPhone in 2002. So it had been years in the making. You know what else has been years in the making and rumoring? The headset. You got it. Oh. Recently, analysts have claimed that the headset, that the phone is essentially ready. The design will be an iPod Nano-like candy bar form factor and come in three colors. That is completely, completely wrong. wrong. Not, Not even, even close. close. What's Ew, happening? That's, that's, oh, that was not, that was not good. I didn't like that. Ugh. Whoa, look at this. Oh. <laughs> First of all, loving the resolution here. Oh, that is yeah. not right at all. Oh, jeez. Meanwhile, Steve Jobs has been said to be talking up the upcoming phone, despite being traditionally secretive about unannounced products. That checks out. One reliable source has provided a more detailed description of one of the prototypes for the upcoming Apple phone. The description has yielded this artist's rendition of the phone. Bad. The phone offers a familiar look to iPod owners. Wrong. With the preservation of the iPod click wheel. Wrong. The click wheel is closer to the bottom of the device with the screen taking a vertical orientation. Wrong. Vertical, true. Vertical screen, sure. The click wheel portion of the device reportedly slides down to reveal a traditional numeric oh. dial pad underneath. No! The front is black. They were right about that. Yeah. And the well, back. the back is chrome like the current iPod. Wrong. Well, that's not, that's not right. Yeah, it's aluminum and brushed. Yeah. Anodized. As an artist rendition, details such as the exact proportions are not necessarily accurate. Or, in oh, fact, yeah. the entire thing in any fundamental way whatsoever. The preservation of the ClickWheel Navigator could add credence to evidence that iTunes has the ability to transfer the new iPod games to certain mobile phones. Little did they know, 
Little did they know. Yeah. This is insane. Update. Many users are still noticing a confirmed mock-up fake iPhone, which was seen on reghardware.co. Oh, oh, oh. No! I really want to see what this looks like. Are still noticing new iPods iPhone. Oh, this is a, this is from a couple days earlier here. Several readers have noticed the publication of an iPhone photo in a French online newspaper. It's a confirmed mock-up design. Please let this link still be up. Ah. Oh. Uh. La page demande, la, la page trouvé. Gosh dang it! I'll bet. I wonder if they're in like the 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 Internet Archive. Hmm. I don't know. I, if we, we don't, we don't want to. Yeah, thing. we don't have to. We don't have time to go through all of that now. But like, I want to look after. I'm kind of. Here's curious. New York Times. Oh my God! Uh, what is this? What is this? What are these apps even? It's got Finder. Why? Okay, mail app it did have. It I don't know what that is. With with a with the aim. Oh, it does. You're right. You're right. Is that Spaces? Yeah, I think so. Why it has FireVault? <laughs> for Fire what? App? It has preview. It has Xcode. Xcode. Why it would you need Xcode? It doesn't have a book. keyboard. It is a font book. Why would you want font book on the homepage, bro? It has that one to the right of it. It's like for network storage or something. Oh, and then it yeah. has a, the Mac, uh, ser- the X server, whatever that is. Is that what that is? I think so. I don't know. Dude. I think it is. Like, this is just, it's just so fun to, s- uh, this is so funny. I'm glad that we got on this tangent because I really hope that this gives people some perspective. Yeah. Right? Like when you're on, when you're on our side of it, it everything seems logical and obvious, but this is what, like, Everyone here is talking about a click wheel because the iPod with the click wheel was the bomb.com. That's what everyone was doing ever since the click wheel came out in 2000. Well, 2004, actually, my iPod mini was the first modern click wheel that was, you know, clicking the button, clicking the wheel itself with the buttons integrated. Before that, the buttons were on top Mm -hmm. on the third gen iPod. So my iPod mini video, that was the click wheel. That was the first modern click wheel from 2004. Wasn't even that old. So everyone just thought, well, that's, of course, that's how you do it. Because that was the genius navigation at the time. And I mean, it's, it's funny when you have the first line of this, which is from about three months before Apple came out with a phone. Everyone's always asking me when Apple will come out with a cell phone. My answer is probably never. Yeah. That aged well. That is so... Like, I have friends who worked on the Palm Trio, and to this day, my gut turns to recall the hell that they went through. The problem is when you build a cell phone, the carriers have veto power over every move you make. You have to fight, wheedle, cajole, beg, demo, refine, lather, rinse, repeat... All in hopes that the carriers will accept your design and stock your phone. Completely underestimating the fact that Apple could just say, no, no, we're doing this and you're going to play by our rules. And to be fair, when the iPhone first launched, it was just AT&T. Yeah. So there was like whatever partnership or however they figured out. And then eventually... They got AT&T to give them a chance. Right. And then once that worked out, years later when they expanded to Verizon and eventually other carriers, by that point it was the iPhone. Like, of course they want the iPhone. Exactly. At that because Verizon Sprint at the time would have probably just said like, yeah, no, we're not interested. Whoa, you said Sprint at the time, and that just I just remember that. Yeah, because yeah, Sprint. Oh 
I mean, like, no, the fact, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, they got, like, bought or whatever and merged yeah. with T-Mobile or whatever. That was, like, like, a while ago at this point, I right? Know. Oh, it's just, that's just weird. Look, I'd love an Apple phone. On this point, I'll be delighted to turn out to be wrong. Well, Good, I, I think he was delighted. He's delighted. I think cell phones are as ripe for a radical rethink as the online music store was when Apple set up iTunes. Look, they're already looking back because the iPhone, the iPod was their previous thing. Little did they know that the iPhone, dude, I just had another revelation. Okay. This, this, this little blurb here just blew my mind because he's going, look, I think, I think the cell phone needs a rethink. And if Apple can do what they did for online music with iTunes and the iPod, that'd be great. But they didn't even realize that just five years after that, the iPhone would be so successful that it killed the iPod. So we're like, now we're saying the same thing. We're going like, well, you know, if I'd love an Apple headset, I think that the VR space really could use a shakeup. And if they could, if they could make something a little bit better, I think that would be really useful. And if they could do what they did with the iPhone 16 years ago, that'd be amazing. We very well could be staring down the barrel of just no longer having an iPhone with you anymore. Like, that's just a crazy thought to have. That's true. I mean, that and that could be, year, like, obviously, you know, not an imminent thing, but that could be in the same way, you know, the, the, the iPod. And see, I want to say this. I was going to say, like, the iPod, the iPod still stuck around for years after uh, the iPhone came out. Right, because first of all, the iPhone was pretty expensive and it was limited with AT and T and and whatever. But then eventually, the iPhone went so mainstream it killed the iPod. Exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. And I was about to say like, well, you know, the i the iPhone is much more close to an iPod. You know, the iPhone is basically an iPod but with more features. But the headset's not. And then I stopped myself and I'm like, well, wait, we don't still know what the exactly. headset's going to be. Maybe exactly. the headset is going to be the iPhone, but with more features. And then, right, it's like, of course, the iPhone replaced the iPod, overtook the iPod because it's just the iPod with more features. And like, and and it took time to become mainstream, you know, to improve and launch more cameras, whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. But like, the headset. What if the headset's the iPhone with more features? And then it's like. Of course the headset's going to replace the phone. Like, I don't know. I'm not saying that's going to happen. It could be an accessory. Like, of course the Apple Watch is not going to replace the iPhone, right? But, mm-hmm. like, maybe it will. I don't know. <sighs> not right away. Right. Because, obviously, the iPod... I think if you look at iPod sales charts, they peaked in, like, 2010. Mm-hmm. iPod Touch 4th generation. That's where I got in. Or I think we had like a family iPod before that, but I got my own personal iPod with the fourth gen when they added. That was the your cameras. first iPod total or iPod like that I that was mine. Okay, and it's it's so funny to see how like there was a time where the iPhone and the iPod kind of coexisted as the iPhone was on its rise, and the iPod was still increasing. So like we we might not notice this until you know hindsight 2020 right yeah so i think it's very possible that the iphone continues to rise the headset continues to rise but is more high-end niche right ipods were ubiquitous iphones were the luxury for the longest time 
eventually, I think that those roles will flip at some point. And I think, I mean, if we go by iPhone timeline, the iPhone came out in 2007. The iPod was basically like dead by 2012. Yeah. Or at least very visibly on its way out. So five years from now, we won't care about iPhones. Could you imagine? Maybe. Maybe a longer time frame because I I do see some validity to the fact that like if, if you're going to replace the iPhone, a headset isn't really going to do that. It's got to be glasses or something that you wear. Sure. But ostensibly soon yeah and i think the other the other thing that sort of helped maybe not directly with the ipod but sort of the shift right because before that there were people you know adults would have a phone probably a flip Mm -hmm. phone candy bar phone maybe a blackberry or whatever and maybe they have an ipod as well like if they're gonna do uh you know they want a dedicated music device and, and then they have their phone and eventually you know, the iPhone was a huge part of making the shift to, you know, an all-in-one device, a phone that also does your music and, like, all the other stuff that you want to do. It also helped that there were other options like Android and even Windows Phone for however long, you know, it was around. Like, maybe, I don't know if we'll see the same thing with the headset. Like, Apple right. releases this, not immediately, of course, but, like, you know, give it a couple years and there's, you know, other options available. Then it goes from like, oh, the the VR, the Apple uh, XR headset is replacing the iPhone to like headsets in general are replacing phones in general. Mm. Like more of the, I think, I think that's what it needs to be to really, right? It, it needs to be like headsets or glasses or whatever replacing phones is really like, like the full level versus like, do you think there's, there's not going to be like, you know, iPhone users use the headset android users are still using phones i think that would be maybe there's some time but like i don't that's see, an interesting perspective i don't see it i don't see it like that being the the end you know the end state i mean i don't think it's impossible like i could definitely see within five ten years okay getting to a point where you could have the apple glasses not a headset and not carry a phone. Like, theoretically, if you can do all the same stuff, but you're not confined to your phone, ostensibly that is what this headset will have, just in more of like a local sense. You know, tie it into the Mac, tie it into the iPhone. I'm wondering if I'm going to need to buy another monitor ever again. Am I just going to have my headset next to my screen just have one monitor and then you kind of you're kind of like expanding the world out from screens Mm -hmm. and i think that i I really do genuinely think that maybe we're hyping it up too much but i do genuinely think that this is gonna be like an iphone moment the start of an era given what we saw with the with the iphone like those old pictures of like you know the the concept art and whatever yeah you could you could not have hyped up the iphone enough right given or or at least and again to be clear there's a difference between the first iphone and the iphone as a concept right same thing the first headset versus like 
headset, headset as a concept. This new OS. Yeah, exactly. And right. this new like paradigm, this new product line, mm. this new like mode of interaction. Like back then in 2006, I don't know if you could have hyped up the iPhone and like smartphones in general enough, or at least like we didn't see it. Like we saw these crazy like, right. like iPod Frankenstein's monster like <laughs> whatever things yeah like i don't know i mean we'll see what happens we we don't know but like i'm just excited that's so exciting that's like an exciting thing to not to to not know like that yeah no and it's and and like in this case i think the difference is that we do kind of more or less know what it'll look like but obviously that was not present with the iphone right we had no idea what it was going to look like right but what we didn't know then and what we also don't know now is what it can do. Right. Apple is very good at keeping their software under wraps. Yeah. And like beyond these sort of vague descriptions of, you know, Mac rumors is, is quoting from a number of sources saying, well, the headset can connect to a Mac display uh, and, and show what's on the Mac screen. It's more designed to operate independently. It says there are two Mac level M2 processors inside, one that's a higher end chip and one that's a lower end end chip for powering sensors. That's probably the X1, M2, whatever. Sure. Uh, A new operating system, extended reality. Like this isn't showing you, like it gives you really the the most basic idea. It, It doesn't give you what it's like to use, what it's like to have, but... In, in 16 hours, 15 hours, we will know. We will at least have seen what it's like to use. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of questions. I think, honestly, this this presentation will leave us with more questions than answers. It will, oh, certainly. It will answer a lot of the questions we have right now, but it will give us so many more questions, not just about what we saw. Like, you know, obviously we'll understand, like we'll have an idea of what we saw, but like, you know, how is this? I'm sure there are some things that, that will sort of be, you know, hand wavy and we'll think like, how is this actually going to work? But then more like in the future, like, okay, now we know where Apple's starting. Where are they going? Like mm. what, like what of this, right? Like, again, we've talked about this before, the original, uh, apple watch right there were some features on there like the digital touch thing and like the glances and 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 whatever that like went away or became less uh emphasized and there were some features like the fitness tracking and the like health aspect that became even more emphasized so if we see this thing launch with like a bunch of different like ideas it's like which ones are really going to be the core of the product going forward and which ones are like them trying things and, and, and it's not going to go for like, you know, just, just so many questions. What's the digital touch of this headset? Ex- yes. Yeah. What's the digital touch and what's the fitness tracking of, of this headset? Yeah. And we get to watch it all happen live in real time. And then the next day, I know people watching right now. I know that there are people watching right now that will already have tickets. And I know that there are other people watching that don't have tickets that will be going to WWDC or live in the San Francisco area. And if that's you, get your butts down to Genius Bar Goes Dark. Let me get that URL up on the screen. Oh, let's get that banner going. There it is. Look at that ticker. Mm -mm -mm. GeniusBarGoesDark.com. This is our... I mean, this is a rare opportunity that we have. So we're not like throwing some massive crazy thing. This is like a hangout, basically. We're going to do a podcast, the two of us, with Sam and John from Genius Bar. And... 
like this is all still going to be so fresh, right? Imagine January 9th, 2007 is when the iPhone launch happened. Imagine if the next day you were hanging out with people that covered that. They didn't have YouTubers at that time. Yeah. If you were hanging out with people that covered that and experiencing that like moment live in person in real time, other tech fans, we all know, you know, our moms tell people that we're tech nerds. They, they have us describe this stuff, but we actually know what it means. And we're gathering a bunch of us in the same room to experience it all together. I think that's going to be so special. It's going to be so awesome. We've been working so hard on this. Yeah. We were working, we've been working, especially these past couple of days, now that we're in person, we're getting ready for it to happen. We've been working so hard. We're making it like a great experience and, and it's going to be awesome. And to answer questions again, it is not going to be live streamed. That It's too much. We can't, we cannot live stream it. There's so much going on. Um, and also it wouldn't be fair to the people that, show up in person we want to give all of our attention to them and and really make it feel intimate you know it, it, if we wanted to get the biggest audience possible yeah we would live stream it sure but we're not really trying to make it like this like huge impersonal thing it's it's definitely more focused on the audience like we know has been developing an app for audience interaction so we can literally talk with you guys the whole intention is to be a very personal event yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be so awesome. And I guess we'll leave you with that to get tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're available, if you already have tickets and you can make it, uh, that would be amazing. If you can't make it to this one, you know, we understand. Hopefully, yeah. there will be another one. If you live in Cornfield, Iowa, yeah, understandable. But, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. I mean, I don't even we haven't even we we've blocked out a certain like pretty much 70% of the event where we just have not scripted or planned anything because literally 15 hours from now, everything that we could have planned will be completely out the window. Yeah. So it's just crazy. It's going to be, it's going to be a crazy next like 48 hours or however long. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. And part of that crazy 48 hours mm-hmm. is that we are streaming tomorrow during WWDC. Yep. If you want to talk if about you that. If you can't come to Genius Bar Goes Dark, you can also get our live reactions as we always do with these Apple events. So we're going to be streaming starting before the event. I don't know if we'll do a full hour, maybe 45 minutes. Yeah. So 45 minutes before WWDC will be live right here. I will literally, as soon as we're done with this podcast i will start that like i will schedule that stream so you will see it on the channel we'll we'll talk about last minute leaks and rumors we didn't even get to the mac stuff today there's like a whole bunch of like macs that are going to come out tomorrow that's exciting in and of itself so lots of that we got bingo we got to do the bingo board yep so we'll do that and then we we like to live stream we wish that we could embed apple stream here make it easy for you guys but if that happens, Tim Cook will come to my house and punch me in the face. It'll be my house this time, and I don't want him to know where I live. Yeah, he already knows where I live because yeah. he comes. He he punches me a lot. But, yeah. um, so yeah, we will stream. We'll give you guys cues if you want to sync up in another tab. Some people like to come before leave and then come back afterwards for our reactions. That's fine. Whatever you want to do is cool with us. But we we will be live 
throughout the show uh and then for a couple minutes afterwards to recap and like be in shock for a few moments before yeah. i have to then go and film a bunch of videos so ah it's gonna be a bit much tomorrow but it's gonna be fun so it's... we'll see you guys in 15 hours yeah we gotta we got some more work to do we gotta get some sleep and we'll, yeah we'll be back here for it we we sure will but I think that I think that does it for tonight. No no transition? You're just gonna you're just gonna end it normally? I see I was so I'm so frazzled that I forgot to transition it. That's fine. We'll, we'll try it again. We'll try it again. But uh yeah, so tomorrow is gonna be an insane day. Today has also been an insane day, which was capped off by this live stream, which unfortunately seems to have come to an end. Very good. Is that better? Yes, thank okay. you. I appreciate that. I've been your host, Luke Miani. And I've been your host, Noah Rubin. We'll see you tomorrow, and have a great night.